Beth and I'm a psychological wellbeing practitioner from Newcastle. I just wanted to say the biggest thank you to the contributors of the Clinical Psychologist Collective book. I've enjoyed reading this so much and loved having an insight into the range of backgrounds and experiences people have prior to applying for the doctorate and it's been really interesting seeing the potential barriers to the application as well and how I can try and work around this. I really started to doubt myself and whether I was good enough to apply for the clinical psychology doctorate but this has really given me the confidence boost that I needed to give it a shot so the biggest thank you ever. Coming up in today's episode, ever wondered why finding the right therapist is an absolute game changer? Well, buckle up, because in today's episode, we're diving deep into the crucial reasons why working with a qualified therapist can transform your life. Whether you're navigating personal challenges, seeking growth, or just aiming for a happier, healthier you, stick around, because we're about to uncover the incredible impact a skilled therapist can have on your journey to mental well-being. Don't miss out on the insights that could shape your perspective. Hit that subscribe button, follow the show, and let's get started on this empowering exploration together. Welcome to a special collaboration on the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marianne Trent, qualified clinical psychologist. And today I'm joined by the brilliant Dr. Tara Quinchirillo from the Adversity Psychologist podcast as we team up for a joint episode. Exciting. Together we're delving into a topic that impacts us all, finding a qualified therapist in the UK. Join us as we unravel the importance of this journey and share invaluable insights on navigating the world of mental health professionals. Whether you're an aspiring psychologist or someone seeking guidance, this conversation is packed with wisdom. Stay tuned for a thought-provoking discussion that might just change the way you approach your mental well-being. Let's dive in. I want to welcome you back, Tara, to the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. And then, of course, this is a dual episode. Nice to have you and me together again. It's lovely to see you. Thanks for having me. It is. So if people are listening from Aspiring Psychologist podcast, we met in August 2022 when we were thinking about the kind of tricky issues of um, people being appropriately qualified to do what they say they can do, weren't we? Absolutely. It's that long ago, isn't it? So little tiny seed has now grown into a wonderful thing to try and help people understand a bit more about that. It has. What has our seed grown into, Tara? Oh, this is so exciting. I can't believe we're actually going to say it. So we have written a book to help people understand. It's kind of two parts, really, aren't there? A little bit more about being qualified and regulated as a talking therapist in the UK, but also to help you understand some things to look out for if you are going to be searching for a therapist or supporting someone else who's going to be searching for a therapist as well. Yeah, and it is important because it's something that my friends and family ask me, you know, if I want to find somebody, how do I even go about kind of climbing through, wading through this quagmire? What what do I look for? How do Absolutely. I make sure someone is going to be safe and okay? Absolutely. And if it's right to say, one of the things that we've learned, and we thought we were quite well-versed in who's who and what professional bodies they're with, 
there's a lot of little gaps. Um, so we've worked quite hard to inform ourselves in order to be able to inform the public, haven't we? Um, it's not that easy to just go and find a therapist. There are so many terms and they're so interchangeable. Uh, it can be a bit of a, 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 a difficult path to navigate. And for most people who might be looking for a therapist, you might already be feeling quite unwell. So that's an extra barrier to get over as well. So I think that's why this book means a lot to us. Um, because we want to help people make that journey as easy and as safe as possible, don't we? Yeah, we do. And I think sometimes just trying to, you know, find that last bit of energy in the tank yeah. to find someone, almost interview them, make sure they're going to be a good fit for you can be exhausting. And I don't know where about you, but I've had experiences where yeah. some of my clients now have been burned from getting the wrong therapist for them and then it's taken them years to kind of lick their wounds and then come back to it again so this is why getting it right first Absolutely. time or certainly at the time that you're looking for that's why it matters isn't it yeah we talk about therapist fit a lot don't we so I always like to think of that on two levels so there's the fit between you and the individual is it someone you feel comfortable talking to you know is is that person the right person for you personally because I sometimes work with people and the fit isn't right and that's okay but there's also that second level that actually is this person safe are they using a robust model are they qualified in what they say they are can you look them up that's the safety stuff that's the risk stuff that's the kind of foundation for me and if you can have help with that, then you can start to look at, well, actually, is the fit OK? Um, and I think that's why our book's quite helpful, because we're not just looking at where do you go to find people, but we're helping people understand a bit more about those concepts, aren't we? And hopefully making that journey a little bit easier for them as well. We certainly are. And, you know, it's been a joy to work with you on this project. You know, you've been, oh, it's been so lovely responsive. Working with <laughs> you've had to chase me a little bit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we're both running busy practices we both do all sorts of other things as well we both I think the kind of common ground if it's all right to bring that in the podcast is we like to get good ethical qualified information out to the public on all things emotional health don't we so this kind of came for us from some of that other work as well that you know we both do media work and um, this means a lot to us this isn't just about writing a book and getting the information out there we care about people and we want them to have the right and the safe journey as well don't we we do. I passionately care about people living distress-free lives yeah. and being able to feel better, you know, have that adaptive healing method that means Absolutely. that life doesn't feel like such a struggle. Um, and I guess that's the bit that I want people to hang on to because some people might feel like this is elitist. This is not us saying you must see a qualified Absolutely. psychologist it's not that for me at all it's make sure you know what you're getting and that someone is the right person to see you absolutely I'm so glad you brought that up because as psychologists and we're both psychologists different types of psychologists which is also helpful for people to understand this is not about elitism at all this is about us wanting to help protect the public because the you know when you listen to the podcast now what does the word therapist mean to you it can mean so many different things we're talking about talking therapy specifically but even within talking therapy there are so many different types of practitioners counsellors um, and we want to help people learn a bit more about that. Um, and post pandemic, we've got a mental health crisis in the UK. So more and more people we know that are reaching out. Where are they going? 
on top of that, we've got a digital age now. So more and more people are offering things online and in different formats. That's a lot to navigate, even since I started my career 20 odd years ago. Um, so where do you go? Where do you start? And sometimes if that seems really overwhelming, my concern is that people might not start that journey. They may not reach out because it just seems too much. So we're hoping, aren't we, that this book might be bought by people like GPs, people that are going to be supporting people who might want to also look up a therapist, not just that individual member of the public. So if we can hopefully through our book educate more professionals um, get more conversations like this going so we've you know we've um, liaised with different agencies that are in the book haven't we and, and the fact that we can all work together to help people understand a bit more about this and, and starting conversations is that's what we can do we can all do that and we're doing it right now aren't we. Hmm. Well, you're a master at that, obviously, with your conversation starter project. But that's um, another little passion project for you that um, has really grown beautifully in 2023. So just in case people are listening, they're like, I don't know what that is. This is where Tara set up um, with a friend and colleague of hers that people could just meet and walk and talk and have conversations. And it's it's grown to something beautiful, but yeah uh, so yeah. back to the book um what have we called it and where can people get it what is our book called it's called talking heads it's your guide to finding a qualified therapist in the uk and hopefully you'll be able to find it on amazon super easy um hopefully you'll be able to tell your friends and your family about it um we're hoping it's a really easy read a nice easy digestible book broken down into some really easy read sections um, and something again that people can just start conversations about there's this book read it or I've read this in a book let's share that with people um, and yeah. we're really pleased actually aren't we about it sometimes it's hard when we've all got busy lives we're both parents as well to try and get something completed getting an idea completed but it just shows when something really matters you can do that can't you yeah and you know it felt like launching it in January um, is kind of a really good time because often people might be having New Year's resolutions. Absolutely. They might be thinking, what would I want to be different this time next year? Mental health um, and kind of wellness goals are kind of common in that. And so it felt like a really important time to launch this book. And I think as well, the, the media started to talk a little bit more about the mental health crisis we have in the UK but also we're seeing more and more and we've had some messages as well ourselves haven't we in conversations with people who have maybe seen someone that they've had concerns about or are just noticing that there's more and more options available to manage your mental health um, the rise of coaching in the UK for example is something really important to bring in here um, and we just want to help people to navigate all of that information um, and when better than at the start of the year sometimes after Christmas Christmas can be a tricky time for many people actually might be a time where people start to reflect as you say make some resolutions or just think about where they might want to make some life choices so perfect time to have a guide to help you with that journey yeah and I know when I was working in the NHS sometimes people would say well if I wanted to find a qualified yeah. private therapist where would I go at which point you're not really supposed to make recommendations so yeah. this might be a really nice kind of signpost to say actually there's this that's available that can help you through that process because yeah. this is not uh it's not high cost price it's not even particularly long as a book you know it's just getting this out there as a robust and valid and useful 
information source. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and as, again, yeah, we both have background in the NHS, don't we? And sometimes there can be these barriers, understandable ones, to being able to signpost people in the right direction. And it, but it is really hard, though, because sometimes that leaves people in uncertain places and people would know I am Mrs. Risk Averse. I don't like people being left in a situation where they may end up seeing someone who could put them at risk, put their mental health at risk. Um, and we both know that there are people out there who are offering services that would come under the umbrella of mental health who should not be doing that. Um, and we're big and bold, aren't we? We don't mind starting conversations about that. So, you know, this isn't about bashing people. It's just about making the public aware that some titles for some therapists in the UK are not protected and that anybody can set themselves up as certain types of therapists or talking therapists in the UK, which is mind blowing when you think about it. Um, and some people, if it's OK to say, can hide behind certain names and we might not question those names because they have power behind them. So part of the book is helping also to deconstruct some of those titles, helping people learn a little bit more about how people can operate so you can spot it, so you can be brave and ask those questions about who you're seeing, what their qualifications are, who they are regulated with, who's keeping an eye on the work that they do, um, and, and what that could look like. So we both know, don't we, that on websites, sometimes people can have logos that look super fancy, look like they're a member of an organisation, but actually they are not. So we put some information in there, haven't we, to help people navigate that, which for me is a really, really important part of why we're doing this. It really is. It's just about safety, integrity. Yeah ethics and you know what we think about is efficacious treatment stuff that actually gets Absolutely. results that that helps people achieve their goals whatever that might be yeah and for some people it's a huge thing isn't it to notice that something isn't okay with your emotional health to think about taking that big bold and often vulnerable step to find someone to talk to and um, for people that haven't been through that journey before it can be a little bit daunting talking to a stranger about your kind of inner thoughts your inner feelings um, and we want to make sure that people are doing that in a way that's supportive and protective for them because as you quite rightly pointed out at the beginning of the podcast it can be damaging for some people and that damage can take time to repair and sometimes it's irreparable so we want to really help people on that journey so we're both super ethical aren't we we, we care about people that's where this book is coming from um, and I'm hoping that anybody who's listened to this podcast whether you are someone who is thinking of reaching out for therapy yourself or supporting someone you know or whether you're someone who's in an organization where you regularly maybe get asked to signpost people those are the people that we also want to tap into as well. In a nutshell what do we want people to experience from this? So my background and passion is working in learning disability services. And one of the things that I learned working with that wonderful client group is about making informed choices, helping people to have the right information, to then weigh it up and make the best choice for them. So with this book, we are providing you with the information and the understanding you need about how talking therapists can operate in the UK in order for you then to go and check the person or persons that you're looking at to begin also second really important point to have conversations to be bold and ask them so if you can take one little nugget from this if you're looking up someone getting to the point where you're going to book an appointment ask them how do I find out who you're registered with and actually go and look them up that's the really important thing, being OK with having tricky conversations. Absolutely. So obviously the beauty of a podcast episode 
is that it's not just for the week that it's launched. It's an eternal, beautiful beast, you know. But given that this is, you know, January, um, what would be your hopes or wishes or kind of advice for how how our listeners can have a gentler journey in 2024, Tara? What would I like for people in 2024? I would like people to be more compassionate to themselves if they are struggling to be okay with having conversations. Those conversations can be a huge help to you, to others. They can be that first stepping stone to feeling better about yourselves. And as you said quite rightly, Marianne, we're all about people feeling better, aren't we? You know, that doesn't always have to be in a clinical setting. We can start daily conversations. I'd like more of that in 2024. Checking in on people. How are you? How are you really? Following it up and waiting for that response. That's my top thing. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. (laughs) I do that more now. I do it in my own life. How are you on the school path? And I'm still walking and now making that effort to either not ask if I can't stop or to go, how are you really? And I've got time to listen. Or shall we make plans? It really makes such a big difference, doesn't it? I always use the school path metaphor for all of that stuff that we ask, hi, how are you? And we're still walking. We don't stop. Um, maybe we just say hi then yeah if we know we haven't got time that's to my stop, thing now if I haven't got time hi. to ask I don't ask now it's really made a big difference or, or mm. if I notice someone I'll be like we should catch up um it's been that's so lovely it. chatting with you thank you for welcoming Always me back to your audience and thank um you. you know thank you for you know sharing your time with my audience too looking forward to what 2024 brings for you thanks for being such a lovely part of my 2023 and you know providing all this wonderful content that you do absolutely for free often for the people that are in your life um you know and you know may may 2024 be prosperous for you and for everyone you care about feelings are very mutual <laughs> people need to hear more about marianne and the fantastic work that you do and the fantastic person that you are as well yeah. Thanks, Tara. That's really kind. So, (laughs) yeah, looking forward to, I'm sure we'll chat again on our podcast in future. If people did want to check out Talking Heads, your guide to finding a qualified therapist in the UK, they can do that by checking the links in our show notes, on our socials, or by going straight to Amazon. Thank you so much for your time, Tara. A pleasure as always. And that's a wrap for this eye-opening episode of both the Aspiring Psychologist podcast and the Adversity Psychologist podcast. A huge thank you to our fantastic co-host, Dr. Tara Quinn Chirillo, for joining me, Dr. Marianne Trent, in this insightful conversation on finding qualified therapists in the UK. If you have found value in today's discussion, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to the Aspiring Psychologist podcast and the Adversity Psychologist podcast for more great content and share your thoughts in the comments. If you're listening on MP3, please do subscribe to the shows. Please also check out the other recommended videos which are on screen if you're watching on YouTube now. Remember, your mental health journey is uniquely yours and the right therapist can make all the difference. Stay tuned for more engaging episodes and until next time, take care of yourselves. Thanks for being part of my world. If you're looking to become a psychologist Then let this be your guide this podcast that you
Kalola Amujo. I am a recent psychology graduate from Ireland. I am also an aspiring clinical psychologist. Dr. Marion's book, The Clinical Psychologist Collective, has been so helpful to me on this journey to becoming a clinical psychologist. As I plan to continue postgraduate studies in the UK, I found it extremely useful that this book provided in-depth information on the UK DeClinSci application process. I enjoyed reading about the experiences of both qualified and trainee clinical psychologists. The various narratives were my favorite part of the book, as everyone's story was different and it provided amazing insights into the clinical psychology journey. I would definitely recommend this book to anyone interested in psychology and aspires to become a clinical psychologist.